I just imagined the night sky being filled with so much light that everybody could make it to the safety of their loved ones. In the bay of an old firehouse, now repurposed as part warehouse and part office space by the Lotus World Music and Arts Festival, six long folding tables stretch from one end of the bay to the other. But you can hardly see these tables, really, because covering every inch of every one are stacks of beautiful eight-pointed paper stars. Four women, Lotus Education Director Lorraine Martin and three dedicated volunteers are putting together cardboard boxes and discussing how they'll organize each box to fit in as many stacks of stars as possible without crushing any one. What are so many paper stars doing in a garage off of Rogers Street? What are they for? Why are they being packed up? For answers, I placed a call that rang on the other side of the world. Oh no, they're like at six o'clock. I need to get up then. Yeah. Um. Mary Ann Talia Pau is the founder of the One Million Stars to End Violence Project. Born in Samoa, she grew up in Auckland, New Zealand, and moved to Australia, where she now lives in Brisbane, Queensland, and does traditional weaving. She explained to me the events that led to the birth of the One Million Stars to End Violence Project. Um, it was a personal response um, to a, 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 a local tragedy. Um, a young woman was raped and murdered around the corner from um, our church and from my studio. And it just had an incredible impact on our community. Um, 20,000 people marched down the road, you know, shops closed down, um, transport, public transport stopped working. And, um, you know, there was this incredible outpouring of emotion. There was, you know, a lot of grief, a lot of anger, um, a lot of shock. And, um, you know, we, at the request of two local women, we um, created a vigil for her um, outside of our church. And a few of us collected written messages. And I was one of those people. And, I was thinking, I don't know what I want to write. You know, I was looking at people writing all these messages to um, this young woman's family and I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, what what do I want to write? Like, what what can I say? Like, how do I possibly just explain what I'm seeing? And then I saw a quote that someone had put in the sea of flowers. They quoted Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and those words are, returning hate for hate only multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. So I was really moved by that. I, I'm, I'm an artist and a practicing weaver, so I thought to respond by weaving. So I ran up to my studio and I grabbed some ribbon and I started weaving these stars. Um, so that's that's where it started. It's you know I I just imagined the night sky being filled with so much light that everybody could make it to the safety of their loved ones. Marianne quickly reached out to her community of friends and colleagues to tell them about the plan that she had for these paper stars. You know, a big part of my practice as an artist is to um, run workshops. And for me, workshops is about exchange and about sharing ideas and stories. And so um, it was natural for me to say, hey, everybody, um, let's weave stars together. And you know what? Let's weave one million. She was particularly interested in bringing together diverse groups of people who were all fighting to end violence in their own communities. 
all those good people out there that um, are working to end violence in their communities, that, um, that believe in goodness, that believe um, that everybody deserves to feel safe, whatever language they speak, um, whatever colour their skin is, whatever, um, whoever they love. Um, you know, we everybody deserves to feel safe, to be respected and um, to feel like they belong. So those are the people that, you know, I you know, just desperately wanted to connect with through weaving. And so I put it out on Facebook. You know, I think the power of social media and word of mouth. I emailed all my girlfriends, um, my colleagues and said, hey, I've got this idea. I'd love to run Star Weave Jams. During her star weaving jams, Marianne invited groups to come together for an hour or two. She and her friends would then teach them how to weave these stars. And once they got the hang of it, off they'd go, weaving and talking for hours, and often sharing a meal or snacks together along the way. Um, and honestly, I thought it would go for about maybe six months and we'd weave about, you know, 1,000 stars, maybe a few thousand, and that would be it. Um, but... You know, people were hearing about it. Um, other communities across Victoria where I started the projects and then um, community groups, um, galleries, regional art galleries across Australia were hearing about the project and, and they contacted me and said, hey, you know, we've heard about this project. We'd love you to come over. Um, we'll, we'll book you tickets and we'll pay you an artist fee. And I was like, yes, I'd love to do that. Marianne's project reached not only nonviolence activists and organizations, but school children, police precincts, artist groups. Australians of all backgrounds committed their time to folding stars. After word of her project spread throughout Australia, a board member from the Lotus World Music and Arts Festival visited Ballarat, a city in the province of Victoria that was heavily involved in the One Million Stars project. And this board member, Luann Holliday, brought the idea back to the Lotus Education and Outreach Director, Lorraine Martin. I think it was, it's a powerful, simple way for people to come together to take a stand against violence. Um, you know, I've been asked, as we've moved through this project for the past year and a half, you know, does making a star really help in violence? And it's really the hope and inspiration that we can when we come together and it just shows the beauty that can be created when uh, you stand behind this idea of, of love over hate. Working with Lorraine is great. She's, you know, she's um, super approachable, um, really organized. She just made sure that, um, you know, she asked some, you know, like great questions like, um, you know, in terms of resources, how to get people involved. In addition to bringing a three-day world music and arts smorgasbord to Bloomington each fall, the Lotus World Music and Arts Foundation offers a year-long calendar of international art, music, and cultural events. The foundation, through their Lotus Blossoms Education and Outreach Program, produces a series of smaller-scale world music concerts throughout the year, and most recently they produced the Lotus Blossoms World Bazaar at Binford Rogers Elementary School. Lorraine, the head of the Lotus Blossoms program and the Lotus Visual Arts Committee took on the One Million Stars to End Violence project as their main education and outreach project for 2016. 
the goal was to bring those star-weaving jam sessions that Marianne did in Australia to communities across Bloomington, and together to fold 10,000 stars. I mean, it was something we were very committed to. We knew it was going to be a, a big project and a big goal to achieve. Um, but we started with you know, launching the project on Martin Luther King Jr. Day um, and with the help of the city's you know, Martin Luther King uh, Commission, uh, we were able to get the word out to uh, lots of people beyond um, you know, the, the sphere of Lotus, if you will. We worked with Girls Inc., Boys and Girls Club, uh, the Bloomington Open Studios Tour, um, again, Middleway House with the Rise Program, uh, Fairview Elementary, Women's Amethyst House, the Women in Recovery, Women Writing for a Change, who worked with uh, women incarcerated. Um, the list goes on and on. We snapped up the opportunity to try and get some face-to-face -face time, to try and be there in person, um, because that's where, you know, the, the magic really happens. Lorraine's been fantastic. I'm so impressed by the communities that she's gotten involved. She organized an incredible itinerary for me um, to go and visit different schools. And One of the schools that Marianne visited was Fairview Elementary in Bloomington, where the school social worker Emma Ford was inspired by the star weaving jam sessions that Marianne led there to incorporate art making into her sessions with the students. I first learned about the project because Marianne Talia Powell, which I didn't get the opportunity to meet her, but she came and visited Fairview during Lotus and weaved stars with our students during an art class. And um, the kids loved it, was the feedback. And then later, Lorraine Martin from Lotus came and talked about having a star weaving party at Fairview, so we we scheduled a time to have a party on a family night and kids came out they weave stars with volunteers that came out and they had a great time and I started thinking that there's certain students during the day that need to take brain breaks during the long school day and they come down and see me as the school social worker to just kind of take a break and um, get balanced so they're ready to go back into the class and I started thinking that doing having stars in my office available for kids to just kind of do a meditative calming artistic practice would be fun to do so I asked to have about enough ribbon to do 150 stars and so it through various kids coming down one-on-one -on -one or in groups that I had in my office, we completed 150 stars, and the kids loved doing the project. And knowing, you know, being able to talk about why we were making the stars and having that topic was really fun to be able to say, we're doing this because we're standing up against bullying and violence in the world, and this star symbolizes peace. And then to be able to talk about, we're going to send them to Australia the kids then wanted to, where is Australia? And they also wanted to write Bloomington, Indiana on their stars to let everyone know in Australia where the, the star came from that they made. So it's just really touching. And um, it was a great opportunity. And I, I hope we can continue to make more stars and for the project. So. Ford also got to tell her students about the exciting exhibition that their stars would end up a part of, 
all the way across the world. Marianne Talia Pau. Well, we've recently um, uh, gone through um, applications and we're going to announce very shortly who it is that will be um, designing um, the concept for what One Million Stars in One Place will look like, which is so exciting. So I'll be working really closely um, with this design team. So that includes announcing where they will be. Um, so these stars will be displayed as part of Festival 2018 for the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games next year in April. The Commonwealth Games is a multi-sport event, much like the Olympics. It's attended by 70 nations from around the world. Australia will host the Games in 2018, and the One Million Stars will be displayed at the festival preceding the Games. And, and often people say to me, Marianne, 10,000 stars looks just mind-blowing. I cannot imagine, like, can you imagine what one million is going to look like. So, you know, I'm really excited that we're going to have an opportunity to create something spectacular for the world to see, for not only these communities and these many hands around the world that are weaving these stars that believe in light and courage and solidarity to end all forms of violence, but um, other people that, you know, haven't, haven't, this project hasn't touched yet. Back in Bloomington, the making and displaying of the stars had a positive effect on one local visual artist and Lotus Visual Arts Committee member, Debbie Einish. As a female in my 20s who has attended a university, yes, um, my own personal experiences as well as those of friends, as well as those of people who I don't even know. I mean, violence is very prevalent in my life, in our generation's lives. Um, so it did feel very important and it was exciting to see that there was an art project out there that was so focused on just teaching people how to recognize violence and teaching people to think about violence. Debbie helped organize and execute the development of an installation of 8,000 of the stars in the IU Eskenazi Art Museum atrium for a First Thursdays event on campus during the fall 2016 semester. We had a number of tables set up in the atrium and um, we got a lot of students who didn't actually even know what Lotus was. So that was a little disappointing at first, but then we got to then we got to tell them about Lotus, so that part was cool. Um, and we got a lot of people who were actually not only interested in the project that we were working on, but interested in Lotus itself. Um, and we we had students who would make a star and then run off and get their friends and bring them back to make a star. And um, and that was really exciting to see. And then um, we had a number of um, people who work at the art museum even coming and making stars and um, I think it created some really good outreach that we hadn't previously been able to do. Debbie worked with Lorraine and other Lotus volunteers to staff star weaving jams at many school and community groups over the course of the 2016 Lotus year. They stopped collecting stars just a few weeks ago and now 
they have an official count. It is just about 12,000. A donor covered the shipping costs to send all the Bloomington stars, packed in stacks of 10, in large cardboard boxes across the world to Australia. The One Million Stars to End Violence project will continue, although the deadline to send in your stars to Marianne is July 2017, which will give her team of designers enough time to work the stars into an exhibit. The Lotus Music and Arts Foundation must move on to their next project, so their 12,000 stars will have to do for now. Emma Ford and her students, however, will continue to fold stars, talk about violence, bullying, and bring about beauty through struggle with each fold. I just, I hope that they acknowledge their contribution and feel good about their contribution and then feel hopefully a connection with all the other people that put in their work into this effort um, from all over the world. My hope is that through star weaving, we remember that there's goodness in the world, that we remember that it is only a few people um, and that, um, you know, we've, we've got the power, we've, you know, we've got the resources, we've got, um, we've got skills and gifts that um, are unique to us and that it's so important that we work in a spirit of supporting each other. There's so much work to be done and one person can't do it. One person can't weave one million stars. One person can't end violence. We all need to do it together. I've been moved by the wind upon the waters and the shadows as the leaves are blown. When that old wind moans on a weary winter Sunday, like a friend that keeps on knocking at my home. For Cafe Indiana, I'm Aubrey Cedar. I've been moved by the crying of the newborn, the honey sweetness of the air in spring. I've watched the moonlight flood across them sleepy hills and valleys, heard the sadness in a requiem. Watching something that's been suffering, be it humankind or any living thing. And from the fury of the storm, that old parched ground is reborn, and the desert blooms its saddest fire.